Well, good morning, Citygate Church and all of our online guests today. Um, I'd like you to turn in your Bibles, please, to Genesis chapter 15. We're going to read an unusual passage of Scripture, just, just four verses from 12 to 16. Um, it says, As the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep uh, sleep, and a thick and a dreadful darkness came over him. Wow. Um, then the Lord said to him, he said, uh, Oh, for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a country that is not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated there 400 years. But I will punish the nation that they serve as slaves, and afterwards they will come out with great possessions. It's getting better now, isn't it? Um, and you will go to your fathers in peace, and you'll be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation, all your descendants will come back here. Today I want to speak to us about it's time for a comeback. You know what? God is the God of the comeback. When something has been declared down and out, God declares it up and coming. When something has been um, out of bounds, well, God brings it back onto the playing field. You know what? Our God is a God of the comeback. When somebody seems to be out of the race, they can come back and win. Um, I saw a film not too long ago called uh, 23 Blast. And it was a true story about an American football player who he was in his late teens, I think he was, and he's he, heart and soul into his sport. Absolutely passionate about it, but then something went wrong and he lost his sight. And of course, that was a huge tragedy for him. And it put his whole life, his whole world into absolute turmoil and upset, strained the relationships he had uh, and absolutely destroyed his purpose for life. And, um, you know, I won't tell you everything that happened, but he made a comeback. The most amazing thing, he learned how to play as a blind player. And very, very inspiring film when it's everybody said it couldn't be done, he proved it could be done. Why? Because we serve the God of the comeback. Um, I'd like to read a passage here, Job chapter 14, verses 7 to 9. It says, For there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth, and its stump may even die in the ground, yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth its branches like a plant. Um, that's an amazing, amazing promise from God. He said, even though something is dead, and gone at the scent of water, at the scent of the presence of God, at a scent of the power of the Holy Spirit, that it will bud again. Everything that the stream of God, everything that the presence of God is able to touch is given new life. And perhaps, friend, today that's your marriage. Perhaps that's your health. Perhaps that's your finances. Perhaps that's your um, job, your employment or your business. Perhaps you need the scent of, of water today. Well, the promise of God is that God is the God of the comeback. He will come into your situation and he will turn it around. That which is sick can be made whole again. That which has really struggled in lack and insufficiency can come back into abundance. That which was discouraged can dance for joy again. God is the God of the comeback. Even when things are at their darkest, Abraham here, it says darkness. And I think a, a translation I read said darkness and great horror came over him. 
And it, it was a dark time for Abraham in this ex experience that he had with God. Um, and you know what? Sometimes it's in the very darkest of times that God speaks and it's time to say, it's time for a comeback. It's time for a comeback. My family is going to have a comeback. My health is going to have a comeback. My business is going to have a comeback. My prosperity is going to have a comeback. That's something that we need to hear in these times of challenge. My dreams, perhaps they seem to be dead and gone and the stump is dead and dry in the ground. My dreams are going to have a comeback. I believe that if we believe the promise of God, then God's word can come to pass in our lives. So just a few points as we go through this passage today. Um, I want to begin with point, uh, the first point, and that is this. There isn't anything that is too far away for a comeback. It says in Luke 15, 20, so he got up and he went to his father, but all the while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, he threw his arms around him and he kissed him. It's an excerpt from the prodigal son and I'm so thrilled with that passage of scripture. The prodigal son had a comeback. He had been a long way away in another country. Everything had gone wrong for him. He'd behaved in a bad way. He'd been irresponsible and everything had fallen apart for him. He was a long way away. But the Bible says even while he was a long way away, the father saw him and the son had a comeback. Perhaps you see things in your life as a long way away. Perhaps health seems a long way away right now. Perhaps financial abundance seems a long way away now, perhaps relationships seem so destroyed that, you know, wholeness in that area is a long way away. Well, be encouraged, friend, today that no matter how far away, there isn't anything too far away for a comeback. I don't care how long it, you know, how far away it seems, God is devising plans right now for you to have a comeback. You're never too far away for a comeback. Number two today is there isn't anything too bad for a comeback. Nothing is too bad for a comeback. You know, sometimes we can think, oh, well, I've really goofed up. I've really made some big mistakes. I know I've made a lot in my life. I've learned from a lot of them. And some of them I think, oh, how the heck did that ever happen? Why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know what? I think about the apostle Peter, the disciple Peter, um, and he denied God. Can't get much worse than that. You know, there he was, a disciple of Jesus, walked with him, ate with him for three and a half years, night and day. And on the night that the Lord was crucified, somebody came up to Peter and said, you know him. He said, no, I don't know him. And often, you know, he's, it says he cursed and he said, I don't know him. That's quite bad. Others, they abandoned the Lord Jesus, but the Apostle Peter, he denied the Lord Jesus. But you know what? After the Lord was raised from the dead and he spoke to, uh, um, he spoke to Mary and he said, go and tell all my disciples, but specifically tell Peter. And I just think that's the incredible love of God. Here's Peter. He made the biggest mistake. He denied Jesus. He he cursed at the name of Jesus. And yet when he was raised from the dead, the Lord, 
Jesus said, I want you particularly to go and encourage Peter. Why? Because it was time for a comeback. And then on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit fell, they were all in the upper room and they were all speaking in tongues. Who was it that got up and preached the message? It was the first preach was from the Apostle Peter himself. And 3,000 people gave their life to Christ. Absolutely fantastic. You know what? Even though Peter may have cried for a night, he was restored and he had a comeback. You know what? The night season is not going to be night forever. The Bible says even though tears may last for a night, joy comes in the morning. No matter how bad things have been, it's time for a comeback. The third point that I would like to make today is that there isn't anything too far gone for a comeback. Nothing is too far gone for a comeback. It says in um, Judges chapter 16, verses 21 to 22, it says, Then the Philistines took him, which is Samson, and they put out his eyes and they brought him down to Gaza and they bound him with bronze fetters and he became a grinder in the prison. However, I love the howevers in the Bible, however, the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. In, if you've heard the story of Samson, he was strong because he'd never cut his hair. And the enemy found out about that and they shaved his head so he was able to be taken captive. They put his eyes out and he went to prison. But his hair began to grow again. Nothing is too far gone for there to not be a comeback. You know what? Even Samson, he had He'd been thrown into prison. He had the bronze fetters on his hands. His eyes had been put out. He couldn't see. I mean, absolutely horrendous situation, but his hair began to grow again. And I want to encourage you, my friend. I'm not talking about physical hair now, as you, need, as you can see. I need a miracle in that, in that area, but, but I'm not talking about physical hair, but your strength can grow again. You are not too far gone for there to be a comeback in your life. Satan wants to blind us. He wants to bind us. He wants to put us in prison, but our strength can grow again. It's time for a comeback. It's time for a comeback. The fourth thing that I want to uh, inspire us with, you know, today is there isn't anything too hard for a comeback. Nothing is too hard for a comeback. Nothing is too hard for a comeback. You know what? There's a time when the Lord Jesus Christ stood up in the bow of a boat and he said, peace be still to this storm that all the disciples were, were upset about. They were panicking about. They were saying, don't you care that we're going to drown? Don't you care? You know, they'd started out on the journey across the lake and then the storm arose. That was a tough situation. They couldn't do anything about it. The storm was there. The wind and the waves, the Bible says, were boisterous. And, and it says the boat was beginning to sink. They were starting to fill the boat with water. But it wasn't too hard for the Prince of Peace. They, they stirred him. They said, don't you care? And, and the Bible says he stood in the bow of the boat. I want to encourage you today that the Lord Jesus Christ is in your boat. He's in your circumstance with you. And it may look like the storms are, are around you and the wind and the waves, but the Prince of Peace is in your boat and there isn't anything too hard for him. 
Perhaps you've been discouraged. Perhaps you've been shaken. Perhaps you've failed at something. Perhaps you've been cast aside. Well, it's really clear. Death could not hold Jesus down and death cannot hold you down. There is the power of life on the inside of us and the Prince of Peace is in our boat and he stood up and he said, Peace, be still. And immediately he spoke. The wind and the waves were calmed. He did turn round to, to his disciples and he said, Where's your faith, guys? And I want to encourage you today that your faith can calm the wind and the waves. Your faith can speak to the mountains. Your faith can, 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 um, can quench every fire. Your faith can raise up every valley. Why? Because faith in the heart and in the um, mouth of the believer means that God's will can come to pass. There is nothing too hard for a comeback. Abraham had a comeback. Joseph had a comeback. Israel had a comeback. Joshua had a comeback. Caleb had a comeback. Hezekiah. These are all people in the Old Testament that were destroyed or they were out of the picture. Hezekiah had a comeback. Job had a comeback. Jonah had a comeback. The Apostle John had a comeback. And Peter had a comeback. John Mark had a comeback. The Lord Jesus Christ had the greatest comeback of all time. He, he was dead on the cross. He died and was buried in the tomb. But on the third day, the power of God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And he had the greatest comeback of all history. He was raised to life on the third day in order to give you and I his abundant life that we can have a comeback there are great things that accompany a comeback there's faith there's vision there's freedom all sorts of things accompany a comeback but I want to encourage you today friend as I close that it is time for a comeback I don't know what you've experienced and what's taken you out of the race but it's time to run again I don't know what's tried, you know, to keep you down, but it's time to rise up again. I don't know what's tried to pull you back into your past, but it's time to come back into the presence again. Friend, I want to encourage you. Perhaps you've never said yes to Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you today that it's the greatest decision that you can ever make. I'm not talking about today in this power of the comeback or time for a comeback, that it's just time to, you know, time to be happy again or, or time to have another go again. You know what? This all comes from a, a power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside the believer. It's not self-will, it's the power of God. It's not self-determination, it's the favor of God. And I want to encourage you today to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you give your life to Him, then He has you in the palm of your hand. He's the one who said, I will cause your descendants to come back. He was the one who caused them to come out with great possessions in that passage that we read earlier. It wasn't just a little bit of skill or a little bit of excellence or a little bit of, you know, someone's ability. It was the power and the love of God. Friend, have you ever given your life to Jesus? You know what the Bible says, you must be born again. That's a passage in the Bible. The Lord himself said that when somebody said, how am I ever going to get to heaven? He didn't say you'll get there by good works. He didn't say you'll get there by being religious. He didn't say you'll get there by going to church. He didn't say you'll get there by praying. He said you must be born again by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that is explained in the Bible very clearly that somebody must make Jesus Christ the Lord and the Savior of their life. 
You know, for me, I did that on October the 8th, 1984. I prayed the prayer that, that I had never prayed before. It, it was a prayer something like this, Lord Jesus, come into my life, make me a new creation, make me a brand new person. I repented of my sin and I turned to God. I, I didn't understand these things beforehand, but there was a day when it's as if my heart opened and it's as if God's love absolutely transformed my life. Friend, have you ever given your life to Jesus? Perhaps you're hearing this today and you say, well, I have given my life to Jesus, but I don't really live like a Christian now. Well, it's time to give your life back to God. I'm going to encourage you right now to pray a prayer after me. We do this every week in church. We've done it every week online. And that is to pray a prayer line after line. And it's not just a power in the words we say. No, this has got to be felt in our hearts, friend. And if you want to pray a prayer with me that says, I want to know this God. I want to know Jesus. I want to know who this Savior is. You know, is it this religion or that religion? Well, friend, it's Almighty God who sent His only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him will not perish and have everlasting life so I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer now Heavenly Father thank you that you love me thank you that you demonstrated your love through sending your son to die on a cross to give me life thank you Jesus for dying for me I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and my Saviour and my friend I turn away from the way I've lived apart from you. And by the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. Thank you for your eternal life. Amen. God bless you, friend. If you've prayed that today, you have given your life to God and God by His Spirit has come into your life to transform you from the inside out, give you a brand new start. I want to encourage everybody today, it's time for a comeback. Perhaps these last few weeks have been a real challenge. It's time for a comeback. So why don't you set your faith today that this is my time for a comeback. And God bless you. Have a tremendous week. Do everything you can to help make somebody else's life great. And we love you and we'll see you next time.